Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Hello, dear ones, and happy Tuesday. It's nice to be back with you. I'm feeling really inspired today because life and the universe always lead me to what it is that we need to talk about in our time together. And I had a really long, um, heartfelt, really wonderful conversation with my sister over the weekend. Um, she has a newborn and, you know, understandably has mommy brain and is just feeling tired and questioning everything, wondering if she's doing the right thing all the time. And, um, she also has a toddler. So, uh, lots of, lots of, uh, divided energy and just sort of feeling depleted. And we got into this discussion where she was feeling like she wanted to be a good mom and a good wife and, you know, be a good teacher. And then she was deciding that really she wanted to be an excellent mom and an excellent wife and, you know, have the house in perfect order. And so that got us talking about vulnerability. And I think it ties into a lot of other complexities that we struggle with in adulthood, um, like perfectionism, uh, or having that sort of facade that life is great and everything is together which is certainly what we like to portray on social media or, you know, even if we're having a hard time, usually if somebody says, hi, how's it going? We say, oh, good. And we very rarely divulge when we're actually struggling. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about vulnerability, specifically about giving ourselves permission to be vulnerable and not just to be vulnerable, but also to be imperfect and to be flawed, and to have days where everything feels like a fail. Um, and I think this is particularly hard for women, and I think it's extra hard because we are living in a health pandemic where the world is turned upside down, and some of us are not working at all and don't really have a break from our home or our children or our families and some of us are working too much and feeling that stress um, of having to be out in public and not being able to be home and be sheltered and and take care of ourselves and um, so you know being vulnerable is something that we need to practice and something that we need to be able to do and this is something that has been showing up with my virtual coaching clients. Um, but there was something about having the conversation with my sister that really hit home for me where I'm seeing, um, you know, with clients, I have some that are medical professionals and they have to present this calm face all day long for their clients. And then they have to come home and present this calm face to their families who are anxious and want to know, you know, kind of taking the pulse on how things are and get that inside scoop. And so there are people out in the workforce that feel like they 
have to keep their face on and soothe everyone and they don't really ever get to go off the clock in that sense. Um, and then I'm dealing mostly with uh, clients who are at home, either working from home or laid off. Um, their children are home. Sometimes their spouses are also home. And so they're kind of living in this pressure cooker of everyone being together all the time. And as it is, women feel this immense pressure to be perfect and to have it all together and to be everything to everyone. And when there's no break from that and no where to go and nowhere to escape, even within your own home, it becomes so exhausting. So I'm dealing with women that um, are still taking care of everything around the house and are now teaching their children at home and being with their children all day, every day, and wanting to have a brave face for their kids and still want to be a good wife and still want to have the house in order and on top of that still want to be good friends um, and good employees. And so it leaves very little room for us to decompress and when I was talking with my sister over the weekend what we had sort of come around to is um, that this pressure to always feel like it's okay or it's going to be okay or oh it's not so bad um, that we're walking around feeling like we're not allowed to be fragile or show any kind of weakness when in reality, it actually takes so much more strength and courage to be vulnerable than it does to pretend that we have everything together. It is so cumbersome and it takes so much to just always feel like it's okay or like we have to be okay. And so I had shared with her that when my cousin was, um, you know, actively in the final stages of dying in the fall that one of my good friends had asked me just to meet her out for, you know, a cup of coffee just to, just to connect and be supportive. And I went into it very kind of jaggedy and agitated and unfocused. And I really just kept trying to deflect and put everything on her and I wanted to hear about her because I said I don't really have anything good to talk about I'm not in a good mood I don't have anything good to say I'd rather just hear about you and focus on good stuff and she just kind of looked at me and gave me this little sympathetic smile and without saying anything she just reached across the table and put her hand on my shoulder and just held my gaze for a moment and the next thing I knew my head dropped and I couldn't even contain it. There were just tears streaming down my face. And when I looked up, she was still right there, just looking right at me with her hand on my shoulder. And without actually having the conversation, just that little gesture gave me permission to be vulnerable and allowed her to be there for me and say, hey, it's okay. I accept you not feeling okay. I accept you feeling agitated. I accept you feeling depressed and anxious, and I'm here. Um, and 
that is something that I will remember for probably the rest of my life or at least the duration of our friendship. Um, more so than any of the times that we got together and went for a walk or met at a park or any other cup of tea that we've had because that was such a precious, cherished, sacred moment for me where I finally just put everything down and went, I'm not okay. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to be on the other side of this, but I know that I have to do it. I know that I have to go there. I know that I have to be with her. Um, I know I have only a couple of days left with her and it's going to suck and it's what I have to do. And here was my friend that just went, cool, let's get together and just have some time. And I accept you in whatever form you're in. And so I shared that with my sister, um, you know, because it dawned on me that I'm a person who absorbs everyone else's stuff all day, every day, and encourages women at every turn to allow themselves to be vulnerable and go, hey, whatever it is, I got you. I can hold it. I can carry it. You can leave it here with me. But I have a hard time practicing it in my own life. And I think that that's not just true of doctors and mental health professionals and coaches and, um, you know, people in the healing arts. I think that's true of all people is that we're happy to be that friend or to be that person for someone else, but we don't feel for whatever reason, like we are able to be that person in front of someone else. And so I just wanted to offer a little encouragement to you that it is okay to be that person. And in fact, it's actually critically important that you allow yourself to be that person because you cannot hold on to everything forever. You cannot continue to just push things down and think, I'll deal with that later. If that happens, you're just going to accumulate so much in your emotional and energetic body that your sort of energetic house is essentially going to look like a hoarder's house because there's just going to be all of the stuff that you've never gotten rid of. And most of it's going to be stuff that you don't need anymore that's not useful um, and that should have been disposed of a long time ago. And, you know, I'm not really sure where it happens in our life that we flip that switch because obviously children live very much in the moment. They are not afraid to let you know when they're angry or hungry or tired or unhappy. Um, and I don't really know where that starts to shift exactly, but obviously as a teenager and as an adult, you don't get to have a tantrum in the middle of a grocery store aisle um, or you know, stomp your foot and cry hysterically because you didn't like something that happened at work. But we don't take the time to actually process it later so we just sort of tuck it away and then there's never a time that we deal with it or that we just um, you know come home or ca call a friend or you know check in with our partner and and just say like hey I'm not okay right now you know usually we'll come home and we'll just vent and be angry and we'll work stuff and I can't believe so-and-so did this and I'm overextended and we just make it about anger when what we really need to do is allow ourselves to be vulnerable and go, hey, I'm really struggling here. I'm feeling overextended. 
I'm feeling like there's a lot of pressure on me. I'm trying to be perfect. I'm trying to hold the world up on my shoulders. And it feels like a lot. That's not easy. It's much easier to be angry or to be exhausted or to self-medicate with, you know, well, I'm just going to come home and have two glasses of wine or... um, Every time I feel agitated, I'm going to eat something to soothe myself. We need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable in front of other people. So again, we can't have those tantrums or those outbursts like we could when we are a child. But we also can't switch that off entirely. So we need to still find a time and a place where we can hold space for that and then release it out into the universe or down into the ground or up into the clouds so that we have more space in our bodies and in our psyches for other experiences. Um, And truthfully, you know, we are all happy, again, to be that person for someone else. And if the people in your life are not people that allow you to feel that that could be reciprocated, then you have the wrong people in your life. And I, right here and now, give you 100% permission to discard those people because any relationship is a give and take. It's never going to be equal. It's never going to be perfect. But if you are a person that is willing to witness and hold space and cradle someone in being vulnerable and you don't feel like you could reverse that, you need to find a different person to have in your life because this is so important for our mental and physical well-being and also for the energy that we're putting out into the universe. So I'm not saying that it needs to happen all day every day, but there are times like losing my cousin or my sister having a brand new baby and going, ah, the house is a mess, my toddler wants more attention, the baby has me tired, I'm not getting enough sleep, I'm not holding it together. We need to be able to say that, we need to be able to be vulnerable, and we need to be able to put that somewhere where somebody else can go, hey, that's okay, that's just called being human, or that's just called a random Tuesday, you know, there are going to be days that are fails, there are going to be days that are complete, you know, swing and a miss, that's just called life, so... Yeah, just allow yourself to be vulnerable. Maybe draw a small circle of friends for yourself or family members that you can call on and um, feel like you can give a burden to for a little bit. Allow yourself to do that. Really think about who those people are. And truthfully... If you can allow yourself to be vulnerable with someone, that actually is a tremendous gift for them as well. It's not a burden. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had women come in and we talk about all of this heavy stuff. And even as we're talking about it, they're trying to hold it together. And inevitably, as soon as they tear up or their voice cracks or a tear slides down their cheek or they have to reach for a tissue, it's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And there is absolutely nothing to apologize for. I cannot tell you what an honor it is 
to have someone come to me with their darkest, most hurtful, um, or even most shameful or loneliest, saddest things and go, here, can you take this? Can I tell you this? Can I leave this with you and trust you to take good care of it and not share it with anyone? It is such a gift to be trusted as that person. And you don't have to be a mental health professional or a coach or, you know, in medical or healing arts to be that person. You can be that person without any kind of training. So be that person for someone else and make a little mental list of, you know, maybe three people that can be that person for you. And allow yourself to have that exchange because you know what? Most of the time, and I'm not saying that we need to be airing our personal business on Facebook. Uh, as you know, I'm really not a fan of social media. And certainly nobody likes to be a complainer. I mean, I think we all have, you know, snoozed or hidden the people that just complain all day, every day, always just complaining. But there's a difference between complaining and saying, hey, I'm having a hard time right now. This hasn't been my best day. And instead of just always posting a pretty sunset or a picture of an awesome meal or your baby smiling, to once in a while post something or have a conversation on the phone with someone where it's like, you know what, today was a hard day. Can I just tell you about how I feel like I'm failing at life right now? Um, most of the time you will find that people go, oh my God, me too. I thought it was just me, but I didn't want to say anything. And so I want to encourage us one at a time, bit by bit, within yourself and within your important relationships to start to cultivate this culture of vulnerability where it is okay. So I'm just going to leave you with that. Um, I don't have any beautiful little wrap up to tie it up in a ribbon and blow it off with fairy dust. We just need to allow ourselves to be more vulnerable, period. Give yourself permission, find the people that you can do that with, and just observe over the next couple of weeks as you start to practice this more, how much lighter you feel and how much easier it will become for you to continue giving yourself permission to be vulnerable and to not be okay. Um, that it's okay to not be okay, that it's okay to screw up. So I would love to hear how it's going. Um, shoot me an email, contact me on any of my social media, let me know how it's going, and I look forward to being back with you soon. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net or send me an email at ray at sheeler.net. Hope to hear from you soon.